you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Doty Fade. Can't believe I messed that up last week. On tonight's show, Koki Chris Kirk gets it done at the Century Tournament of Champions. We'll have our first look at the BLC leaderboard. Casting couch, shit picks, the works. Hello, Johnny. Hello, Words. Hey, bub. I didn't realize that you missed that last week. Yeah, I forgot to say, uh, with me, Words. You know. Yeah, he's just coming in real hot. Yeah. The Friday show. Hey, we caught up now. We're on a regular time frame here. We're back. No need to stress. My blood or is there. My blood pressure was, <laughs> you know, it was something. It's a, This is a standing Wednesday, like 4 o'clock, you know. Usually it's like somebody has to die to get in the way of that. But uh, Yeah, and then, you know, like a wife will ask for a favor at 3.30. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, you know, Jenny, I'm about to head over to Jay's for the podcast. It's like, well, are you guys still even doing that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, yes. Like, I, I told Maggie, I was like, you know, we're running a little behind today. She's like, well, I'm going to have to try to keep Olivia quiet when we get home. And, you know. That, yeah, duct tape works. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell the, tell the, the bitch can't even open a door. Tell her to stay out of here. <laughs> no. Keep her out back. I don't care how cold it is. The sun is out. No, it's it's about like you know. I'm sure we might hear some bone chomping from Penny. She's still she's still kicking it oh, over she's here. She's still alive. Great. <laughs> she's still she's still alive. But she sure has interrupted plenty of shows. So maybe it's time for my daughter to start doing the same, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. One of the uh, one of the pieces of advice or you know suggestions that I got for today in this latest little thing was just just take the baby to the, do the podcast with you. Whoa, excuse me? Yeah. Take Blackjack Edwards to do the podcast? <laughs> Is that his new nickname? Dad? Yeah, it's Blackjack. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to be a gambler. When's he's like he's an old man. Yeah, when's he, gonna, when's he taking over your book? He's going to be a DraftKings. <laughs> when's he taking over savant. your book? <laughs> okay. It's like, do you have to be 18 or 21 to play DraftKings? No. <laughs> you just have to be able to stand. Not if your dad hits submit. <laughs> Think for yourself. Dad! Hey, speaking of that, did you hear about the Jags employee that was caught in that, like, massive DraftKings ring? Like, he was, he stole, he was able to somehow funnel money. He, like, corrupted their computer system, and it had something to do with the season tickets or some sort of payments throughout the Jags organization. To go straight into his DraftKings account? He embezzled, account? like, $20 million. What? And he literally was just this junkie. Like, people knew him in the DFS world for having just, like, awful, awful bets and, like, playing in the highest stakes games yeah. and just being terrible. <laughs> and he would, like, he would pay the entry fee and then forget the set of lineups in some of them. This guy is like me. Yeah. And my he's hero. Like, and it's like, his attorney's like, well, you know, he's he's seeking help now for a gambling addiction. It's like, you, you think that's going to get him out of it? Yeah. I forget what his name was, but it was. I said sorry. <laughs> yeah. God, what more do you want from a guy? Yeah. It's it, not like I won. <laughs> yeah. I think he actually did a lot of golf. Uh, Jags employee. Let's uh, employee steals. Here we go. Uh, charged $22 million is what he stole. Um, pleaded guilty, by the way. Let's see. I, his name was, was something great. We got to find his name. Um, he has a gambling disorder and is seeking therapy once a week. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Underwent treatment for al alcohol and substance abuse from March to June. It sounds like we're talking about the third member of the show. Yeah. Hey, come on. We all have. A oh, his, his attorney claimed that he has a serious gambling addiction and approximately 99% of the misappropriated funds were related to gambling losses. Okay. Um, gosh, I forget. They, I saw something where his name was. Oh, 
Parlay Picker. <laughs> Part DFS player is familiar with Parlay Picker account. Told ESPN that they believe Patel's biggest losses came from high stakes three man contests against elite competition and had buy ins in upwards of twenty four thousand dollars. How about that? Wow, this guy's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I need I need more info on this. Send uh, me that article. Well, his name is uh, let's see, I got it right here. Patel. Pa- Patel. Did I say that already? Yeah, Amit Patel. My hero, Indian boy. <laughs> My fucking, another Indian boy, just like yeah. you, John. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, just as long as you and Jackie don't get that deep words, nah. keep stick to the, stick to the $20 contest, bub. Well, we're not smart enough to be able to steal from anyone like that. I mean, <laughs> this guy must be a real genius. He probably writes code. He faces a maximum of 30 years in prison. How about that? Well, what else happened, um, outside of golf? Outside of golf? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Not too much. Fucking cold as shit. Um, not going to be playing much golf, looks like, for the reasonable future. Like, today and yesterday, or today and tomorrow will be good, but they've got the fucking courses tarped for the most part. Yeah, it's probably for the best. I injured myself teaching Wheezy to ski. I don't know if I told you this last You did. Week. You did. Not on the air, though. I don't think you told me us on the air, so please, <laughs> please. Well, I was so close to being on Jerry of the Day. All, I mean, I, just one person with a camera out there. On the very very long lift line, could have gotten some good stuff from old from old Andy. I, I forgot, but I I told someone else this story. I was like, "Did you talk to words yet? Did you hear?" <laughs> it was you know I didn't like, ski at all by myself. Like there was no skiing, like real skiing for me. It was just kind of like me and my dad would go out and and hang with Wheezy and try to get her to be able to get down the mountain. And she, she did by the end of it, she picked it up and it was awesome. So this is like our third year of kind of getting her up there, but, um, kind of right before you get to Centennial lift, which is the main lift, it's kind of steep and it was really icy. And so I was kind of holding this little kind of backpack strap that she has. It's easy for parents to like pick up their kids and the old do. monkey leash. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> the airport so, monkey leash. And so when I, to backtrack that, when we're renting skis, you know, renting skis is always like the answer. Okay, so are you a beginner, intermediate, or expert? <laughs> what? Fucking <laughs> yeah, expert. Yeah. What, do you, what do I look like, man? Ski. Come on, give me something that's gonna make me fucking fly down there. <laughs> Narrow as fuck. <laughs> and so they give me the expert skis. <laughs> you get the ski blades. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hand me ski blades. <laughs> Shout out, Boosie. And the bindings on them are like, you know, that's what it is with performance skis. The bindings are super fucking Mm -hmm. tight, which is Mm -hmm. fine. Um, Okay, so I've got Wheezy between my legs and we're like wedging pizzas down this icy face. And Wheezy starts to kind of lose it from the ice. I start to lose it from the ice. Her skis go underneath mine and like I am completely fucked. My legs, my knees just are buckling in towards one another and like nothing is giving. And so like I, I scream, like, ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> we are right by the netting and they're like these, <laughs> these three people with their like cameras out. They don't point them at me. Thank God. Yeah. But, uh, Let's just say shout out to F45 because if I hadn't been doing F45, both of my knees would be completely fucked right now. And didn't you say that your dad was like oh, there? Yeah. He was like, oh, God. He's like, Andrew. He's like, no, I got to drag this asshole to the ambulance. Yeah. Like, so how long before you realized that you were like, okay, though? Like, did you like five get, seconds? Okay. So you like got up. And I know you said Wheezy was like, oh, I'm no, sorry, sorry, Dad. You should be. Because <laughs> <laughs> you made me do You embarrassed me in front of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so you just like dust yourself off and like walk up and you like motion to anyone like, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a joke. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> the big joke. Walked straight into the chop house and got a martini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, man. So, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a humbling experience that day. And then the last day it was just, my dad was like, I, I got shit to do. I, I can't do it. And so it was just Wheezy and myself. And that that proved to be just way too much for me. Like, Wheezy and I got sideways real early on, like, where she was just, like, you know, sitting and pouting on one side of the mountain, and I was just, like, down the hill from her. And I'm no like, fucking I'm way. Like, what? Am I going to have to fucking take my skis off and march up to get this little girl? No fucking way. Why was she pouting? Um, 
Because we weren't going up the big lift, Dad. And I was like, Wheezy, it's just me today, so we're going to stick to the bunny slopes today so you can actually ski by yourself, and we're not going to do the straps, and you're going to be a real big girl. And she's like, fuck you, Dad! I wanted to go on the big one! <laughs> well... Wait, <laughs> listen, when, <laughs> when do, I'm doing that! Being that my little girl is about to turn two... Ski school. When do they start Ski learning? School. When do they start start learning that they don't get every fucking thing they want? Huh? Uh, well, yeah, that's never. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Maggie's like, don't call her that. Was, she ended up coming around. She was great. Okay, she ended good. up coming around, and good. I was like, okay, hey, I'm we, calling her a bitch. Hey, Weezy, I'm gonna show you a secret passageway here. <gasps> oh, cool. Oh, really? Yeah, we had a great day. Was it like a little like yeah, kid made tunnel nothing. type deal? There was like a oh. a little like. Look, oh. see, off trail. Yeah. Like, ooh. Ooh. 20 feet over there. Look. <laughs> Holy no sh- one no one will guess. <laughs> you, like, it's like the, the early yeah. 2000s days where it's like, remember you used to be able to go to like smoke shacks? <laughs> yeah. Out of bounds. <laughs> Check this out, Wheezy. And like you roll up on like four <laughs> snowboarding stoners. <laughs> they're like all, they're all in like the tent, yeah. like a, you know, sh- like shack. Wheezy, I told you to chill out and you're getting ready to chill the fuck out. I promise. Just sit there. Oh fuck! Now watch Dad rip this. <laughs> and, and, then, and then and then she was the one halfway down the mountain while you were sitting at the side pouting, but you couldn't figure out why. <laughs> why are my skis not working? <laughs> why? How did I get here? Why am I here? I, I don't even like skiing. Oh, God, <laughs> I mean, after you after I took a fall like that, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing out here?" Yeah. Bro, I retired a few years ago. I used to love, I used to be as into the mountain sports as anything. And if I could never do it again in my life and be completely oh, fine. I love it, but I didn't get to, you know, do any of it, which was fine. I so, hey, so, for, for the kids. I for the kids. I, lo- I love kids so much. Um, but yeah, the first thing I thought of was like, oh, Pebble Beach, done. So uh, that was a long way of saying I could probably use a good couple weeks off at least from swinging a golf club. Yeah. And, Probably fucking money up worse. I don't even know if we mentioned to the the whole fucking our our audience that we're going to Pebble Beach in May, have we? Oh, because <laughs> yeah, that was words. Anytime I think about it, like anything that could potentially injure myself or jeopardize my trip to Pebble Beach in May, I'm like, no, I'm out. Yeah. Hey, hey Jay, can you can you get the baby? Yeah, pick, you mean pick something up. <laughs> Liv, Liv needs more cl- warm clothes. I'm sorry, my budget is all tight from from pe- for Pebble. Yeah. <laughs> no. Anyways, we'll we'll get m- way more into that as it comes closer to three, three days in hell. That's right. No, it'll be the best thing ever. Well, great. No, I'm glad you. I'm glad you didn't hurt yourself. I'm glad we're here. Too to badly. Talk golf and. Obviously, talk about our boy Cocaine Chris. Yeah. Once we get there, I mean, <laughs> someone on Twitter, I almost, I almost really stirred up a hornet's nest on Twitter. Someone was like, "God, I mean, does Chris Kirk have to, like, every single time he's in contention, have to hear someone talk about how he fought off alcoholism and yada yada yada?" And I, I, I had it all right. I was like, "Seriously, like, give Cocaine Chris a break. <laughs> Just back off." <laughs> I think I said I something. Like, I don't think you ever did coke, man. <laughs> I know. I said something. Remember I said uh, cocaine Chris is a guy we can all get behind. And it was like the response was like, you know, I'd heard he battled some alcohol issues, but I didn't realize that he was into coke. And it's like, well, he probably was. You know, I mean. Probably. <laughs> Come on. You, one goes with the other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get deep enough into one. Dude, are there any alcoholics that didn't do blow? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I thought that was the deal. That's why you had to go to rehab. <laughs> There's No one just goes for booze, yeah, right? Yeah. The ones that do are fucking, they got real big problems the ones that don't lean like on coke like those are the drunks you see laying on the fucking sidewalk right <laughs> i guess anyways <laughs> before we talk about cocaine chris should we talk about some of the other things that happened in the golf world words golf world sure i mean j, j- day's malbon outfit Ugh, a lot of fab i told you uh, that he dropped down a, a, like aside from him being in contention to almost win at, at the at the century his outfit was the only thing holding me back from just a full-on boner. <laughs> <laughs> Love that J-Day's back in the mix. And, and then remember, I, good. I showed you that video, and he's like, they're like, describe your goals for 2024 in one word, or like something like that. And Jason Day's is 100%. Yeah. Because when I look back at my career, I want to make sure that I gave it my all. <laughs> my career. <laughs> It's like, okay, that doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scotty Scheffler is, Yeah. <laughs> Please make a putt, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, please, don't goddamn. fucking suck dick. Can I at please putting? make a putt. I have literally historic ball striking numbers right now from Tina Green, 
and we can go over that. Yes. Okay. Kyle Porter for CBS. He's a golf writer. He um, pretty sure he's an out. OSU guy. <clears throat> oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Um, no, just kidding. Just kidding. We love OSU. He listed out Scotty Scheffler's tee to green rankings in his last 17 events. Let me just go. Bay Hill second, Players second, Masters second, Heritage fifth, Byron Nelson second, PGA Championship first, Colonial first, Memorial first, U.S. Open third, Travelers second, Scottish Open second, Open third. Then he really falls off. St. Jude's 15th, BMW first, Tour Championship 12th, Hero, Kapalua, both first. I mean, it's like, it is definitely Tiger-esque 2000s ball striking numbers and I think he's getting ready to just absolutely explode all over the place. Oh, he's, I'd love to see that. He knows how to putt. I mean, <laughs> he just, you know, any putt outside of eight feet, what do we say? It's more than likely that a tour pro is going to miss. So he's his, his putting numbers are going to look pretty putrid if you hit that many greens. But it's just ridiculous. And then you look at his swing and how he swings it and just absolutely unleashes on it in his 6-3 frame. And it's like, Jesus. Slidey. He's kind of slidey with oh, those feet. Don't you miss John Rahm? Oh, uh, uh, don't even. I've, I haven't thought about John Rom since last week. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and he was obviously when you see him, you know, I think he was a 36 hole leader, and it's kind of like, okay, in my head, okay, he's going to win. Yeah. But you got plenty of guys going. You, fuck, our guy Rosie, he's got like two course records in the last six months. You know, he finished, he shot 62, I believe, on, on Sunday. On and, Sunday, he did? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then. The week before, or not the week before, last season, kind of tail end of the season, he uh, he had another course record somewhere. But he's had a couple. You go back and look at Justin Rose's post, he's got a couple where he's holding the scorecard, you know. Um, I mean, there's one reason, one reason only, he's still on the PGA Tour. He he wants to win a major. He does not want to have to sit out of any of Rosie? Them. Yes. You know, it's, it's believe it or not, I, I kind of forgot this, but you know Rosie won last year? Yes. Yeah, you know where he won? He won at Pebble. He sure did. I mean, major venue. Uh, obviously, this year's U.S. Open. He is a former U.S. Open champion, but this year's U.S. Open's at Pinehurst. Yeah. So, I mean, watch out for my guy, Rosie. You know, he's a guy that I I picked in a lot of majors, you know, five, six years ago now. But, uh, you know, Cheek. Rosie Day. I'm going to feel like this is 2015 all over again, huh? Cheeky fucking Brit. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. No one's lost you more money in majors than Rosie and Day. Let me tell you. Uh, you know, I had Rosie the year that I think he's who lost to Sergio in the, uh, in the playoff, right? At the Masters? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had Rosie there. There wasn't a lot of Rose picks that week, but I'll tell you what's more imp uh, impressive is, uh, nobody's actually lost me more money in majors than fucking John Rahm, but he's gone now. <laughs> Thank God, right? <laughs> yeah. It anyway. takes the decision out of your hands. Yeah. So much easier. All right. Uh, words. What's up? <laughs> We got to talk about a couple things. One, we I promised a new segment this this week. Oh yes! But do we want to talk about who died this week first? I mean, which which we do? I mean, yeah, let's do who died real quick. Um, Cindy Morgan, better known as Lacey Underall from Caddyshack, sadly passed away at age of sixty nine. Giggity. And yeah, ironic. Uh, but there's also a, a, a player in the league named Lacey Underall. The, the league name is Lacey Underall, which is my cousin Julian Fuller. Shout uh, out Julian. That's his name. Um, yeah, she was uh, She was definitely a looker. She was also in, what was Tron, maybe? Mm -hmm. The first one. Yeah, but this is a golf podcast, so obviously Caddyshack. The, like, silky white stripe with the shirt with the stripes where you could totally see her nips through it. Yeah, okay. Oh, God, fuck yeah. Back when that was on HBO in the early 90s. Mom, Dad, get out of here! <laughs> yeah, back, God, some of the things I used to pause on, like, the, the TV, you know. Not not like the TV, like a VHS and just hit pause. It's like Britney Spears cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> and that would give you a boner back then, and now it's like... Now, God, there's not even a midget on there. Yeah, what, I, what, what, what is this? I mean, I literally thank God for the Epstein list because I started thinking about Stephen Hawking, and that's what really like, made my dick Get work again. flowing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Holy shit, I just needed a new genre. <laughs> Anyways. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, other than that, words. All uh, right, yes. J.E.'s casting couch. Tease last week. This is part one of Disney's <laughs> Befriend Boy 
<laughs> Fuck mom. Yeah. Part one. Go, John. Go. Okay, so we tease this. This can go a lot of ways, words, and we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. It's like, does this is this something we roll with and we just like critique how the movie is in today's times versus what today's remake or even a perhaps sequel would be? And we were like, why not all of them? <laughs> right? So this week... Um, and this was one that, again, we brainstormed a while back with, with our friends, our buddies um, that we played golf with. You know, Jesse and Brian, we talked about it. But Little Big League, um, if you guys remember. Classic. Which, let me just tell you, and, and this might be some foreshadowing of, of movies that we'll review in the future. But in 93, it was 93, 94, The Sandlot, Little Big League, and Rookie of the Year all came out that, that in that that year. 94? It was, I think it's 93 and 94. Yeah. Like they were all the same year, um, which is fucking nuts because those are all classics and they all have a, fr- a, f- a boy who befri- is befriended and their mom gets fucked. Um, so they, we're talking little big league this week, okay? So it all it all kind of starts, everyone knows the story, I think. 12-year-old Billy Haywood, his granddad, dies. He's the owner of the Minneapolis Twins. Rich. And he's just obviously rich as fuck. But I read, I read a review that described Billy Haywood's grandfather as he is so rich that he pisses on Jed Clampett. <laughs> so I thought that was great. But anyways, they, they kind of open the movie to detail how much Billy loves baseball. He gets to go to the, the Metrodome all the time. He gets all access to the fucking team because his granddad's the owner. I just, I'm sorry. That just hit me. He says that he is richer than Jed. He pisses on Jed Clamp. Does he really? Yes. Because I remember Billy, like one of Billy's friends asked about, you know, are you richer than Jed Clampett? Yeah. Like, piss on Jed Clampett. Oh, I love that. Oh, I, I didn't even realize Thomas Haywood is his name. So he says that. Great. Even better. Um, but obviously, you know, you, the writing's on the wall. He croaks. He's getting ready. He's excited to come home from the game. He shows up. His mom's crying. He's like, Mom, what's wrong? Billy, it's Grandpa. And they show the, vi- the a video, like the old school way to do it. You know, they'd show a video of, of the will. He, he pre-recorded his own will. Yeah. He's like, well, if you're watching this, it means <laughs> I kicked the bucket, <laughs> see? You're watching this. I'm dead. Sorry. But then he says, Billy, you're my best friend in the whole wide world, which is why I'm giving you my very favorite thing, the Minnesota Twins. You're like, the fucking handlers in the back are just fucking pissed. So not after, not long after assuming the, the ownership of the team, right? Um, he goes in and he, they, they play like shit. So the manager is an asshole. He yells at everybody. He's like, hey, why don't you stop yelling? He's like, why don't you not tell me how to do my job? So he fires his ass. Billy just gets in there and fires the fucking manager. That, guy, that actor died this year too. <laughs> oh, <up>? no. <laughs> I wish, fucking wish dead. I knew his name. Uh, and then so, so what happens? I think we all know. We end up naming Billy Haywood names himself yeah. the manager of the Minnesota Twins. I'm going to coach these fucking assholes. <laughs> and so he's got two favorite players, right? One of them is Jerry, the the great hitter, but he ends up having to cut his ass. Oh, yeah, because he sucks. Because <laughs> he sucked. But the other one is the first baseman, Lou Collins, who is just a fucking snake in the grass, and you'll find out why soon, huh? Lou... <laughs> All the while, sweet Lou, he turns the team around. They go on a road trip to Chicago, and that's when Billy's just massive, massive porn addiction is is comes to light. Um, where he watched night nurses from Jersey eight times on the ho- hotel room service. Um, he's seen walking out of the hotel room, and he looks like Quagmire from Family Guy after he'd beat off for like three days straight. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> where he's got the muscled up arm and like the afternoon shadow. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's what Billy looked like. I literally, after just one fucking porn-filled weekend in Chicago, he just holed up in the hotel room on an off day and just beat off. <laughs> He's 12, for Christ's sake, all right? Um, <laughs> so anyways, after that, after that massive beat-off session in Chicago... <laughs> The team starts going through a slump, and Billy's just a total cocksucker. And that's when he actually ends up having to cut Jerry, you know, his best player. So he's laying in bed one night, and he can't sleep. He's staring at the card of Jerry. And so he's like, fuck this. He walks in to, I guess, get a drink or something. And and he walks into his living room, and Lou is in there fucking his mom. (laughs) No, Lou and his mom are on the couch. They're just hanging out, but he's got his arm around him. And so Lou, like, snaps out of it, gets his arm around her. And it's like, yeah, the... Shouldn't shouldn't you be you know what what are you doing here Lou and it's like hey listen if it's Jerry you want to talk about it? he's like no it's not Jerry god damn it um, <laughs> so basically from there 
he benches Lou because he's pissed off that he found out he's fucking his mom. <laughs> Do the same thing. Yeah. Well, Wouldn't you? Yeah. Wouldn't you? He benches his all-star first base. Hey, whore mom, check out your boyfriend now. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway. I'm trading him to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, they end up rebounding. Uh, they turn the team around. He and Lou make up. They go into a one-game playoff with the Mariners, and it's a tight game all throughout the whole thing. And into the ninth inning comes around. They bring in Randy Johnson to relief, a rare relief appearance. And uh, basically – Lou is supposed to be on deck, and Billy's like, "What the what the fuck? Why aren't you on deck?" And he's like, "Well, Lefty. see your mom over there. Yeah, I just asked her to marry me." And it's like, "God damn it, Lou! <laughs> get get your-, your head out of your fucking ass!" Do you know how much money I make if we go to the playoffs? <laughs> you are on what? You are on deck in a one game playoff with fucking two outs, and all you can think about is my mom's fucking tits. <laughs> like, I-, I know you fucked her enough, but then he says, he goes. Uh, she said to ask you first. <laughs> That's when Lou says, <laughs> Lou says, or Billy says, yeah, you, Lou, you can marry her if you hit a home run. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, God damn. And then he starts walking towards the plate and he goes, Lou, you can marry her even if you don't hit a home run. So from there, he hits it to the warning track. Ken Griffey Jr. robs him. Just unbelievable catch, which, by the way, in the movie, you'll notice he runs all the way from center field to the left field pole to make the catch. I don't know where the left fielder was. He was drunk. Um, and so they lose. And and I think it, it's all fucking Lou's fault for yeah. just not having his fucking head in the game. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, the permission to marry his mom was the kiss of death for, for old Billy and Lou. And I think Lou had a vengeance this whole time after he benched him and, and – possibly jeopardized him some money on the free agent market. So that's when I had the idea, you know, so they lose. And the story is, is like, hey, listen, the fans were still behind you. You guys had a great season. The fans are still love you. Billy steps down, names Mac, the hitting coach, the manager, and he's still going to be the owner. And, you know, he can always come back to managing, and the movie kind of just ends that way, right? I'm still going to be rich as shit. Yeah, and so so that's when that's when I came up for the idea for the sequel. <laughs> Little Big League 2, lose revenge. <laughs> and he, so he ends up basically uh, marrying the mom, and because the kid's a minor, they're going to just kind of do the conservatorship yeah. over him. And so Lou takes control of the team, hey. somehow kills the mom, and then he finds <laughs> Fires Billy and gives him no money. Billy, <laughs> you're out. You're, you're, you want to release me? <laughs> Fuck you. You're gone. You're gone. <laughs> so Lou, Lou swindles his way into the, fam- the Haywood family. Hey, Billy, one more thing. <laughs> Fuck your mom. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up basically fucking Billy's mom, marrying her, uh, conservatorships Billy, mom dies, and... Basically, Billy's left with nothing. I think the mom and, is the, and Lou's rich. I think the mom is the one we really need to be looking at here because the Grandpa wasn't her dad. It was her 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 ex husband. No, no, no. Her yeah. husband who's dead. Yeah. How did Billy's dad die? Did Lou yeah. did Lou kill him? No, the mom did. <laughs> the mom killed. She's him. She's the fucking Black Widow. She <laughs> killed his mom. Killed the grandpa. <laughs> Got Billy to have the team, and now she's gonna ice Billy out. All with Lou's help. Yeah, Lou. <laughs> but uh, so do you think, so can, can actually the mom can coexist with Lou. They just ice Billy out, right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so is it still, is it still Little Billy. Big League 2, Lou's Revenge? Billy's going to military school. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They st- I wrote that down. They send his ass to boarding school. He's a real bad seed. <laughs> and that's when his other, you know. It starts with a porn addiction. <laughs> then it's the pills. Yeah, yeah. Billy's dead by season Billy, three. <laughs> Billy, Billy was on the greenies bad. Yeah, bad. So it, this is what I wrote here. Words. I wrote Little Big League 2, Lou's Revenge. Lou marries mom and takes control of the team, absolutely fucks Billy over, sends him to boarding school, and eventually sells the team for $3 billion. <laughs> Love it. And Thomas Haywood is somewhere rolling in his grave. Yeah, old Tom. <laughs> so that's pissing on Jed Clampett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's giving him a golden shower there in heaven or hell. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? He might be in hell. Seemed like a nice guy though. And scene. Yeah. So that's it. That's your segment. Befriend boy, fuck mom. In this case, become a billionaire, um, and then ice out the kid. Wow. <laughs> Little Big League. Go revisit that one if you haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> That's it, words. That was I was giggling to myself last night, kinda of thinking about that. Oh, it's great stuff. Yeah. So anyways. 
That's the Hollywood casting got, couch for today. Got another one to look forward to next week. It's a lot stickier. What do we got next week? I don't even want to ask. We'll no. see. We'll see. No tease? Okay. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's going to be on the, along the same theme, you know? Okay. I love that. Um, all right. Well, let's move it along with some more uplifting news. Uh, what do we got here? What do we got here? Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, well, speaking of inappropriate relationships, this is a true story, one that just came out this week. You know we love a good teacher-fuck-student story. So oh. I had to jump all over this one. <laughs> yes. Teacher slapped with rape charges after having sex with a 16-year-old student using other students as lookouts. Boy's dad busted for allowing the relationship, which is just total horseshit. Let's let's go ahead and preface that yes, it is a female uh, teacher and, and male yeah, student, and yes, she is hot. Because if it was the other right way around, we'd be perverts, oh, right? Yeah, it's, no, that would not that would not fly. But this is like okay. Well, what she what was struck hot. me. What struck me is like you know she's twenty six, he's sixteen. But this is Missouri. Like, is consent not 16 in Missouri? What the fuck? That's news to me. Shit, we were there last year. I didn't know that. <laughs> What? what was the part words where it said she wore tight and low cut shirts oh, yeah. and then uh, okay here we go uh, <laughs> she showed off showed off her camel toe Haley Clifton Carmack <laughs> Clifton Carmack a recently divorced mother of two would often wear quote tight or low cut shirts to show off her quote headlights and tight leggings that showed off her camel toe Ugh. who called them headlights I don't know that's a good question <laughs> probably one of the that'd be <laughs> Did you see the boinkers on her? Yeah, did you? Did, and, and words. The reason cited for divorce, yeah, remind no, this me. Is it. The witness told investigators, <laughs> so she's the real victim here. Yeah. Listen to this. The witness told investigators that the boy was the reason her divorce was pushed through and that Haley had wanted a divorce due to her husband only wanting to do butt stuff. <laughs> That's a real quote. <laughs> that It's like, what was listed as the reason? A reconcil- and reconcilable differences? No, the husband only wanted to do butt stuff. <laughs> I, I had to find some other way. Yeah. Students were all I had. Yeah. Did you see that? I guess one of the ways that it was discovered is that he had scratches on his back from having sex with her in their uh, in a driveway. in her car in his driveway. Yeah, and then the dad allowed it to happen, so he's getting charged. It was just total horseshit. What the dad for being awesome for being <laughs> yeah. a great dad, great great father to a sixteen year old son. Yeah, it's, and you, like you said, she was hot. So it's like the dad is like, son, can son. you give me some? Let me see those selfies. Son, is it weird to beat off to my son fucking a chick? <laughs> son, don't forget the toilet cam. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that was a that was a hell of a story there. Uh, hopefully, she beats the rap. <laughs> I am gonna go to church after this one. I know, I know, me too. Hey, we're just reporting the news. I know, I know. We didn't make this shit up. This is this is real life. <laughs> this yeah, is Missouri. It is. It just happened. Look it up. What's her name again? Read a book. <laughs> yeah. And a words. Talk about reporting. Talk about the grade A reporting that was done last week on this show when we were the first to bring, bring you the Pat Ashley Perez news. Oh. We beat everybody the case. Fat Pat. Um, poor Ashley. Poor Pat. Not poor Ashley. Ashley, the more I look at her, like she has a strong resemblance to a guy. Yeah. But not just to any girl that looks like a guy. Someone who could like take an elbow drop to the face. <laughs> well, that, I'm talking about one night in China. Oh, she has a huge chin just like China. 100%. Yes. She could take a sledgehammer across the face. Yeah. No. Speaking of China, like, I mean, she's got a future in the WWE if she wants it. Well, no, remember word? She's going to saddle up. We're going to see her surface with some fucking boy toy in Dallas. You called it. You you were there. I didn't have the faith that it was going to happen so quickly, but it did. It happened it happened like yesterday. Like it, the news broke like this week when we reported it last Friday and the news broke. And that's thanks to our guys on the, in the field inside, especially in the Phoenix area. Thank you. The insiders. Yeah. The insiders in Phoenix. If but, you, no one's going to be able to put those clues together. <laughs> yeah. We don't know anyone out there. But uh, yeah. And, and words with hashtag words was right. It's what we're rolling with. Words is going to be the next big investigative journalist here. And I'm just here for the ride. I just like those gotcha pieces. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, bitch. Look, I actually. Actually, I actually saved this from last week's show. We call them words for a reason. If, if, if six months from now you see Ashley Perez with some tasty, like, bathing suit thong pic with some random dude that's not <laughs> Pat Perez and, and the, the location is tagged in Dallas, Texas, boom. That's, that's journalism. That's <laughs> journalism. <laughs> words. We, I, I thought I was thinking six months from now. 
we might be looking at six days from now. Who knows? I mean, when is she going to get back on the Instagram ass thread? <laughs> posting the ass floss. <laughs> she does like posting those assy pictures. Very low cut. Huge jaw. Huge chin. Yeah. Anyways, she is scary looking, man. I mean, that's just, there's no two ways about it. Hey, listen, I feel for Pat. How's he going to rebound? I mean, he's huh? like, God damn. <laughs> I bet he doesn't wind up with some 20 year old soon. You get half. I mean, you can't have all my Jordans, bitch. <laughs> our, our, our boy, our boy Lee from the Colorado uh, golf blog had a great post where he, I don't know if he probably ripped it off from somebody, but it was just Pat standing on his wall of Jordans that he has. And literally half of it was gone. And it said too soon. It was like, no, that's great. No, that's good. All right, what else, John? We got to get down to some golf quickly, but before we do, we still have Patrick Reed lost his lawsuit. Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to appeal it, apparently, but more lawyers to be paid. You think Brandel's just like, ha, ha, ha. I think he's like, oh, well, hey, Michelle, home. (laughs) Grab me my book. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, because he reads like a loser. He has the judge ruled that uh, Patrick Reed has to pay all of the attorneys' fees and whatever goes into that for everybody he sued, and he sued a laundry list of people for oh, that whole fuck deal. Yeah, I did. Lots of lawyers to be paid. Yes, it's, it's going to be very expensive. It's going to be his live bonus. And I mean, like, if yeah, if this doesn't make you believe in karma, then I don't know what does. But the good guys win again. Okay, what else? Vic Hovland parted ways with his lazy-eyed short game coach, Joe Mayo, who was actually like on the Team team Europe with Vic this summer uh, for the Ryder Cup, this fall, I should say. Um, but Vic obviously had an enormous rebound with his short game last season, um, all thanks to Joe Mayo, and he kicked his ass to the curb. He's heading back to Jeff Smith. <laughs> and then he skull fucks one out of the sand trap on 14 at the century. <laughs> Did he? Oh, Joe, that. come back. No. <laughs> Get back, Joe. So what do you think? Are Vic is going to is Vic going to keep up the short game? He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. When, I, I, mean, I think that you saw such a monumental improvement uh in in that area of his game that it doesn't just go away because you switch a coach in my opinion. Angle of attack. Vic parted ways. Lastly, Gary Woodland had brain surgery four months ago to remove like a giant cyst lesion, lesion, a lesion from his brain. Yikes. But he's back. Yeah. Um, obviously, can't say enough. It, it's just a, a blessing to be fucking walking, much less playing golf on the PGA Tour again. I, guess. I heard his interview and it was like... They had to go in like behind his eye and apparently he was waking up in the middle of the night with like tremors and shit and it turned out those were actually like mini seizures and he had the the, the fear of death was a real thing. Yikes. Um, so for Gary, Gary seems like a well-liked guy, a very popular guy with within all the other players on the tour, mm-hmm. major champion, um, wishing Gary the best. I hope he can rebound from this. He played great two years ago. Last year was kind of rough for him, but obviously he was dealing with this shit. So best of luck to Gary, obviously. Good luck, Gary. Um, All right, Johnny. You want to talk about Century? Yeah. Cocaine Chris did it. He won. Cocaine Chris. I ought to say, I mean, I don't think many people saw that coming. Obviously. Two did. Yeah, two people did. Uh, we we saw Chris Kirk pick up his fifth win last year when he outdueled Eric Cole in a playoff at the Honda Classic. Two people of our league of 260 plus picked him this week. And so that was my big talking point for people that wanted, were on the fence about joining a week late. Like, listen, only two people picked Cocaine Chris. I mean, and Cocaine Chris is one of the show's favorites. So, um, how many people are going to pick him this week? Shit, man. I mean, why not pick him? It's not like he, you know, he didn't go get fucked up after he won. I mean, that's true. And he sure. So I heard a crazy thing about Chris uh, Kirk, and this was from my boy Colt Nost. Obviously, uh, they they're around the same age, played a lot of junior college golf together. Um, Chris was a world beater. Basically, went to Georgia, comes right out on tour immediately, gets on tour, which you know is not the easiest thing to Back do in then. the first place. Yeah, there was no PGA Tour you. And uh, <clears throat> so I guess what went south was his with his game. He was basically trying to start moving the ball from left to right. Like he was always a draw player and he would just let the ball kind of draw in and drop. And it was going exactly where he wanted to. He knew it was going every time. And then someone got in his head early in his PGA tour career that you got to be a fader. Yeah. To be able to play on tour, you got to be able to do both. And then just, just within the last few years, he's like, fuck this. I'm going back to just the draw. Fuck it. And 
he's won twice now in the last, you know, eight months. And that was one of the, that was the best field he's probably played in in a while. He obviously gets into the Masters with the win. He wasn't in the Masters previously. Really? From yeah. two wins last year? He was actually, uh, well, you know, he won once last year and then once won just now. But he was number 52 in the world. So top 50 at the end of the year gets you in. And so that gets him in with the win, which is good for Chris. Well, it was he put a stamp on it. He, I think he had a one-shot lead um, in the fairway on 17 on Sunday from 209. Um Slings a draw in there, as you said, to two feet, and it was awesome. His swing, you you wouldn't look at his swing, it's like, oh, that's a beautiful golf swing, but it is his, and it is extremely repeatable, and as you said, it's got that little four-yard draw every single time. It's just like clockwork, so he's a stud, and uh, the coolest thing that I heard about Chris Kirk was that after last season, for he put his clubs up after the last tournament of the year and was playing golf exclusively left-handed for like two months yeah. in the offseason. Best, you, score, best score is an 82. Yes, loser. Yes, yes. So I heard that, I guess, when he was in college, they used to do stuff like that. But what they would do is they would, like, fuck with each other. They would, like, yell in their backswing, you know, like, throw shit at him. And then it, that just, now that he's not getting fucked up, that just moved into playing left-handed. So 82 left-handed is pretty goddamn good, considering I can't do anything left-handed. Well, he came back and played right-handed really well. <clears throat> The other thing too, you, you mentioned the, the the five iron that he hit on seventeen. Do you realize I heard that he stood over that ball, and because the wind was so dramatic, he stood over and like ch- he changed clubs like two or three different times. But he started with a seven iron, ended up hitting five iron, and wow. that's what went to a foot. So I mean, like, kind of waited it out, talked to his caddy, and then finally decided on that. So it's like, okay, that what could have been if that was a missed club? You know what I mean? A hat tip to the caddy then. Well, um, any other notes from the tournament you'd yeah, like to talk about? Yeah, or should we just jump right into the BLC well, No, I would, Words, because obviously, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm satisfied with my week, but when I, when I was projected Akshay. potentially third, and if Akshay has a decent Sunday, I'm easy top 10. But the problem is, is Akshay shoots the fucking worst round of any player uh, in the field on, on Sunday by like four shots or three yeah. shots. So. He wasn't ready for the moment of playing hey, the final he's, group. He's finally had, yeah, the final group experience, the experience of winning, leading a tournament, um, and he's got a, a new putter. He's got a new putter in the bag, a cheating putter, but whatever. A lot of guys now have oh, that yeah. broomstick. I've been yeah. on, had one out. Lucas, been on. Hey, Lucas Glover, man. Adam hey, Scott. <laughs> if Lucas can have one, I can play with one. Yeah, they all, they all look up to Lucas. It was Lucas who won back-to-back weeks last year. Yeah. My fault. I was thinking Chris Kirk did that early in the season in the Florida swing, but that's not the case. Yeah, you fucking you moron. Idiot. No, uh, Akshay, I, I, I was going to say 71. Here, here's There's two crazy things that I saw from crazy numbers. So the 71 tied Emiliano Grillo for the uh, worst round of the day. Um, other than that, words, there was a crazy number. Um, Ludwig Aberg, third round, 77. Worst round of the tournament. Turns around on Sunday, 14 shots better, 63. That works. 77-63 weekend. How about that for a Ludwig? Well, I know that saved a bunch of guys who picked him. I think 83 or so in the league took him last week. Yeah, but he still T47. He only won 62 grand. But when you got down past like 25th. It was not. Well, you had to shoot. You had to shoot 30 under just to catch up to these motherfuckers. So... But uh, yeah, Ludwig, he's the he's the favorite this week. Even after, obviously, you got to think coming off the sixty three, he's feeling good. But Jesus, seventy seven for a guy that's the next big thing on that golf course. That is like shooting ninety for a pro. I feel like. Yep, it's gonna be an interesting year for old Ludwig. Ober, yeah, yeah Ober. Did I say Aberg again? I don't know. Ober, who cares? We can say whatever we want. Yeah. So words that that leads us back to. One of our favorite stops on tour, traditionally our, our 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 starting point of the season. That's right. And there's some very famous things that have happened here that we've talked about for six years now, Words. Why well, lay it, bro? Yeah. Robert Allenby. Robert Allenby. Legend. Obviously, the lady boy whore story. We talk about it all the time. If you don't know what we're talking about, just Google Robert Allenby whore in uh, Hawaii. I'll give, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version <laughs> yeah, real quick. Go. Yeah, he gets blacked out at a wine bar, tries to solicit a prostitute <laughs> that may have been a male or female, and just get the absolute shit kicked out of him and robbed. And then he, but he lied about it, right? And said yes, he, was, he said he was mugged. Yeah, mugged. 
<laughs> totally mugged. I was mugged. I was blackout drunk. <laughs> I was blackout drunk, and I think, literally, I think he he did try to like accost a whore and like he got into like a van with them and they like threw his ass out. And that's why he had that big ass hematoma and scrape on his face. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, uh, (laughs) he had a legendary career. Yeah, he did. And, uh, the other famous story, Fujikawa pickleball instructor. At the time he was the youngest, uh, player ever to make a cut on tour at 16. Yes. And now he is, uh, the pickleball instructor at sea Island. Is it Sea Island or is it Pinehurst? I think it is Sea Island, right? Sea Island. <laughs> and he's gay. Yeah, of course. He's the gay pickleball instructor at uh, yeah, at Sea Island, yeah. I would love to know the story of how he fell into that role. <laughs> he must have really started to hate golf. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, he's, you know, 5'5", five, five, maybe, on maybe. a good day. Uh, so, Oh, my God, words. I'm on his official page, and he is listed at 5'1". No. <laughs> He is not five Yes, he's one. listed at 5-1. He made a cut. 5-1, 150. At, at the PGA Tour at 5-1. <laughs> yeah. He's one of the greatest fucking athletes ever then. I don't care, period. Yes. Why are, like, why are gay pride people not hoisting this guy up as, like, one of the one of the greats? Because he is the only out gay man who's made a cut at a PGA Tour event. Yeah. Well, he wasn't gay until September of 18. Oh, I bet he was a little gay before that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet he was a gay little 16-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he might have been a little gay then. Come on. Anyways, so, yeah, that's here at the Sony Open. Also, our guy, uh, what was the name of Suzuki or um, Aoki, hold out here on the 18th hole to win the tournament way back when. And defending champ Siwoo. Oh, yeah. Siwoo Kim. He I'm, won here last year. I'm trying to think who he beat. It was on 18, and he did it in the most Siwoo way possible. I think he chipped in on 17. Hayden Buckley. Hayden Buckley, yes! Not, e- not even looking here. Hayden Buckley. This is like the only place where you can play Hayden Buckley if you wanted to, folks. And then on 18, the shorter par 5, Siwoo hits it into the trap and, of course, plays a wood out of the trap onto the green, two putts for birdie. Hayden puts it in the sand trap and can't get it done. Hey, and famously also, Words, this is where you had your your boy, the Amarillo Palmer, Golden Sandy. Ryan Palmer, and he was in that same bunker. He was in the same bunker. And he just fucking flared oh. it like 90 almost, yards right. Almost killed a guy <laughs> in a TV tower on live television. It was awesome. Yes. Hey, Ryan Palmer's in the field this week. Let's go. Yes. Hey, yes. Hey, he is, and I like I like his chances. We Why got not? two Amarillo shout out names also now. Tag Horner, which is straight just Amarillo still, uh-huh. which uh-huh. I needed to ask him about that. I don't I don't quite get it, but I like I like it of course. Yeah. You know, Why hey, not? Hell, hell. And then I finally got my dad to join the league. Amarillo Slim Pickens. Yes. Hey, shout out shout out to old man Edwards there. Yeah. You got three three people in your family. I'll just shut two. You finally beat me here. Yes. Okay. Well, words. I mean. We've touched the two favorite things I like to talk about, Robert Allenby and Tad Fujikawa. <laughs> so should we just talk about the featured groups or what? Yes, do it. Okay. The first featured group words, we've got the Open champion Brian Harmon playing with the U.S. Open champion from two years ago, I believe, two years ago, right? Matthew Fitzpatrick. And the 2013 Open cha- or U.S. Open champion from Marion, Justin Rose. Justin Rose. I... Um, starting to turn into you, which is not a good thing at all, um, in a lot of ways. You like Justin Rose? No, but for picking purposes, like I, Sunday night, right after they finished, I picked the lineup, and I've gone through about four iterations, and I had Harmon in there all week until about ooh, seven minutes ago when I was changing during your little big league story. <laughs> oh, um, so I like Harmon this week. I think he's going to be chalk dust torture. Which I'm getting ready. If 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 this doesn't work this week with chalk, like I'm like I'm only saving chalk talk for DraftKings. Like I do not give a shit when it comes to our league purposes. I'm just I don't care if it's chalk. I'm 155th. I'm just straight soft baby shit to start week one. Just where <laughs> I ended last year. It's like right in that awful range between 140 and 160. So I'm gonna try to avoid chalk. But if it fucks me this week. I don't give a shit. I'm going one, two, three every single week, pretty much. <laughs> okay. 
Well, uh, I am on Brian Harmon. Good pick. And, and I circled Brian <laughs> Harmon. Good pick. I, I circled oh. him because he had a great week last week, and that's not exactly the best setup for a short hitter. And, and I say short, but everyone was wedging into to Kapalua. Um, Harmon's a guy that hits it right down the goddamn middle, and he's a great putter, which I think this place sets up well for him. And he's played historically well here, too. Yes, he has. So He's got a good finish. That's here. that's why I am, am on Brian Harmon words. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but I tell you, Matt Fitzpatrick, he played well last week, too. I mean, he's a guy that I think will be very chalky this week. Yeah, the, the top three guys in the odds boards are Ludwig, Fitzpatrick, and Terrible Terrell. Yes, all three of them making their first starts here. So really, yes, I think that this is kind of a course um, that you can look to past scoreboards and they tell a humongous story, maybe more so than other other stops. Okay, so words this shows our rust a little bit. We didn't go over the leaderboard, but we did get we lobbied to have the winner from last week come on. Ran Oliver Ransom. He was one of two guys to pick Chris Kirk, and he has sent us his picks. He was not able to join us. We tried to get him on on the show um, to 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 do the show, and he is on a flight right now. It, had we not been just a little bit late, we could have caught him. Um, Sorry, I'm not blaming anyone there, <laughs> um, but. Uh, I, I just shout out to Rand. We'll go over the leaderboard after we finish this yeah, up, but we yeah. can we can f- uh, litter in Rand's picks as we go as well. So, um, and, and you guys might want those since he's in first place overall. But okay, so words you laid off of Fitzy and Justin Rhodes. Yeah, and you took I took Brian Harmon. Okay. So that's the first featured group. The next featured group we've got. Last week's winner, our guy, Cocaine Chris Kirk, <laughs> playing with the defending champion Siwoo Kim, and the winner from I believe. 2022 when I won week one at the Sony Hideki Matsuyama (laughs) (laughs) he played like shit last week but that means nothing I think Kuchar finished dead last uh, in that tournament one year and turned around and won the Sony Mm -hmm. Um, same with JT I think when he no he won back to back he won Kapalua and the Sony yeah JT did yes he did okay my point being it's more important that they played last week I think than if they played well so Hideki I am playing him DraftKings. I'm not playing him here. Okay. You know how Hideki is. He's king of the finish first round and D, you know, yeah. WD. I've been there, bub. Yeah, bub. Uh, Out of players. What about what about Chris Kirk? I mean, why can't I'm on he? Him. I was going to say, why can't he go back to back? I'm on him. Okay. I love <laughs> Cocaine Chris. Yeah. And as I said, even if he hadn't won last week, you know, he, we know he's not partying, whatever. That's been said. But his history here is like three, three top fives. Mm-hmm. He knows how to play it around here. Yes, he does. Words. I, I love the pick. I thought about cocaine, Chris, myself. I just, you know. It's going to be chalk. Back-to-back I don't winners care. On, in the PGA Tour is hard. If anyone can do it, it's a guy that's straight-laced that doesn't party. That's and true. that's Chris Kirk. All right. So, words. That means that uh, you're on Chris Kirk from that group. Anybody else in you're that group? That not. You're not. I'm not on Chris Kirk. Whoa. I'm not on Siwoo. I'm not on Hideki. I had Siwoo on the card also. He is not there anymore. So, if Siwoo wins... Look for a murder suey Monday. Okay. Hey, why not, bub? Um, no, I, I don't want that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't? No. <laughs> okay. You're the murderer in that. You're the murderer in that. <laughs> I'm the scenario. guy killing you. Okay. No. <laughs> Opposite. Okay. You kill me. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're the next feature group. We've got, uh, this is kind of weird how this reads, so I'm going to read this one first. We've got Ludwig Ober playing with Sahith Degala and Ak- Akshay Obatia. Who fucked me last week. I didn't have the balls to go back after him. You remember last year I picked uh, Taylor Montgomery in the first three tournaments? Yes. Thought about doing Akshay again this week, <laughs> but I didn't do it. Um, I think Sahith, obviously Ludwig's the, the tournament favorite. It's hard to trust a guy that just shot 77 two rounds ago, even though he did shoot 63 his last round. I would trust him anywhere. Um, the, the problem is this is more, it is a second shot golf course and, a, and, and putting. And like Ludwig... His driver is an absolute weapon, so I definitely want to save him for where you need someone who can absolutely pound it in the fairway. Um, I can't believe we didn't even bring up Blackbeard, but I know we've been kind of all over the place. But uh, Sahith, man, awesome last week Mm -hmm. and showed some guts. He showed what I said. You know, he's got that swashbuckling game. He can kind of do it all. 
the problem there is I think that those are the, some of the widest or are the widest fairways they play um, on tour all year. And so he likes to spray it off the tee a little bit and that can jam you up at a course like this. So I'm going to lay off uh, Blackbeard and with Akshay, I like Akshay a lot. Someone, people on Twitter give him shit and I just, I don't like it at all. Even though I had, I had to kind of defend Why? him. I think uh, the pants and the putter. The pan, the joggers don't fucking. Hey, I mean, it was the same. Do you remember when I saw Mike Gray wear those in 2016? I was first like, "What the fuck is that?" They've, <laughs> they, they've grown on me big now. I got, I'll, I'll do some joggers. Listen, you know who wore that same pair of pants, that same purple like burgundy jogger, rookie of the year? No, it was uh, it was the guy who hit the she- uh, not Seamus Power, uh, the motherfucker Ryder. Sam Ryder wore those when he choked Tory Pines when uh, Max Homa won. Yeah, <laughs> I did. You, I bet you didn't remember that. <laughs> I thought Eric Cole. He wore, wore joggers a lot. Okay, but this, I'm talking about that same color, okay, the same sorry. purple color. <laughs> okay, he, yeah. uh, uh, on different Sam Ryder wore those on Sunday when he choked at. Uh, I guess maybe he wore them Saturday when he choked at the uh, Farmers last year. Dude, I'm colorblind. Thanks for any, bringing any, that up. Are you really? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay, so Sahith, no, no. Okay, me either, and, and I, I didn't. Shit, I think he's got as good a chance to win this week as anybody, but the way the reasons you gave are, are enough to convince me. But harder than anything, how does he not birdie 18? He didn't birdie 18 um, on the 72nd hole last week, and that's what keeps him out of a playoff um, chasing down. You know, he did win at the Safeway. I forgot that he won in the fall um, at the Safeway in Napa. So he does have a PGA Tour win. And then he good. also won that uh, Grant Thornton, the, the two, two the women, big. like the one where they paired them with the girl. That's right, he yeah. did. Yeah. So and and then obviously so he's he's going to get his wins. He's a yeah. he's a he's a badass. Okay, so words. That leaves one last group. So far we're only on one guys that one one player that has been listed so far. The last featured group, we've got Eric Cole, who's got the really hot mom, remember? Uh playing with a guy who's making his return other than the, the hero that doesn't really count. Will the kid Zalatoris is back uh, coming off that back surgery. And then one of your guys, one of your stalwarts from last year, you, Keegan Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Words himself, uh, Keegan Bradley. I don't know where that came from. Just being a total spaz weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> Words is pissed. I didn't mean it. Um, Eric Cole, I think, is a guy that's going to be pretty popular here. I, I don't know what to make of Eric Cole yet, and I don't really know kind of how to play him and where to play him. 35-year-old rookies make me a little weary, but mm-hmm. the PGA Tour is really pushing his ass, and more important, they're really pushing his mom's ass. And <laughs> pics of her from when yeah. she was on tour in, like, 1981, just, you know. Yeah. Back when there were no rules. It is crazy that she she was the LPGA Rookie of the Year in certain uh, one year, and obviously he was just recently named the... Uh, PGA yeah. Rookie of the Year. Does anyone think that he deserved that over Oberg? Ober, no. Oh, wait, no? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. Another uh, bullshit PGA shit. Which I was pointed out by our boy Steve that I called him uh, Ryan Cole and not Eric Cole last last week on the show. So the Freudian slip. Well, shout out Ryan Cole. Yeah, shout out. Um, okay, words. So I'm not on him. I will say our, our guy, uh, we I missed it. Ran is also on Chris Kirk. He's also, uh, he took Akshay Batia. And he's on Eric Cole, so he's got a little house. He's got a little house money to play with. He had a great week last week. We'll detail that once we get done with our picks. Good picks. Um, so, of the featured groups, words. I'm on Brian Harmon. You're on Chris Kirk. That leaves two guys. I guarantee you uh, we're that both. we're probably the same. We'll see. Just because um, they're my guys, and you like to one see. of them is my guy. That's my guy. Uh, one of them's my guy. I don't think we're on this guy. He's my guy. Well. I say this every morning whenever I post the picture or when I post the show. <laughs> I'm on him. I'm going with I'm going with my guy. Remember when I, put, I picked him like several years ago, and I'm like, I'm going with JT Poston. You're like, what? Who? <laughs> JT Poston, baby. He had a great week last week. T five. He's played great here traditionally. I I had him circled for forever, and of course, when I look at the fucking power rankings, he's number two. Yeah. My like, God, fucking damn it. So you're on posting. Yes. Words. I know we're on the third guy. Oh, yeah. And let me just say it for you because you say it better than I do, but I'm going to do my best words here because I'm going with Mr. Corey Connors. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's how you. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Corey Connors is my third pick, baby. I could have sworn <laughs> we were going to be on the same guy because you know I'm going 
with Ben on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frank Navalo. I switched from Ben on to Corey Connors. That was the only switch I made of my lineup. I had been on slotted. I switched to Corey Connors. I think that we just mentioned like the five most trendiest picks, which is fine, well, I, which I, is great. I, I don't know. I think that the Ludwig Aubert, because of last week, is not going to have like, no, the, no, the no, value. No. The va- no, I know, I know. But the value, I think, is there this week yes. for Aubert, uh-huh. which is why I almost did it. But I do think Sahith is going to be a very popular really? pick. I think more so than... I think Brian Harmon, Corey Connors, Chris Kirk. I think I think Poston is going to be a little bit more popular than we think, but I mean, only two guys were on Chris Kirk last week. There's yeah, going to be a fucking o- only nine or eight were on Sahith Avalanche. Um, good. Okay, those are the shit picks. Yeah, buyer beware. We're both on JT Poston. I'm on Brian Harmon and Corey Connors. Words is on cocaine. Chris Kirk and Ben on Ben on <laughs> Frank Namalo. Uh, all right, great. I, that I, I'm glad that we can both ride JT. I was I was really worried that you were certainly going to be on your boy who won the uh, Texas Texas uh, Open for you a couple years ago. Oh fuck! So many of your Mr. guys, Mr. Corey Connors. I'm playing in DraftKings now. I just loaded up DraftKings for the season. I'm just like, oh god, oh god, all this money's going to be gone in three weeks. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me ask you. When you loaded up last you year, just call me Patel. Did you have <laughs> Did you have any money? Like you you didn't win anything last year, right? Uh, are you asking? I've I've won. Yes. Are you asking if I've ever like cashed on a cashed season, out season? <laughs> cashed yeah. out anything from DraftKings ever? <laughs> like taking money back? Yes. No. <laughs> that, that's fine. I've won a lot. Hey, great. I've also lost a lot more. No, I, I I get that. Words. I think DraftKings is a completely different thing than what we're doing. Obviously, with the league. Yeah. But I I will tell you what I've learned. Just not what, completely different, but yeah. Well, starting the year with a fucking elevated event, like these guys that have have kind of started out with good picks, especially Ran, they're going to be up there for a while. Yes. There are a lot of elevated events, though, and I think there are five in segment one alone. And did you see the players? It's 4.5 million to the winner of the players this year. Yes. Which is crazy. So um, that's the shit picks. The Sony Open is going to be great. Let's go back and let's let's go over the, the quick leaderboard from last week and we can basically do the overall standings. What right. do you think? Is that anything else that you need to be said about Sony? About nothing. We've covered every yes. single thing. Okay. So obviously there's no, you know, we, we're one weekend. So we've got a list of the top 10 guys. And ironically enough, um, there was only a tie in 10th place. So one through nine was outright, which is very rare to see something like that. So first place, obviously, Ran Oliver. Ransom. He had cocaine, Chris Kirk, JT Poston, and Sepp Straka. Talk about three guys I'd die for. <laughs> I didn't know he had JT last yeah. week. That dog. And JT, I mean, 690K with that T5. Straka was just right behind there, I believe, T10 or so. Straka had a big Sunday. And then let's get snutty. That's a new player in the league. I don't know him. Um, he also had Chris Kirk, JT Poston, and then he slid, slid in your boy, Andrew, don't call me Seth Putnam. He's I, another trendy he, pick he's, this yeah, week. Yeah, he's a guy that's good to be a lookout for. That's, uh, let's get snutty, Alan Donato. Um, he was $4.3 million, so Rand edged him by about three hundred k, um, actually three hundred and seventy five k. In third place, Dream Aces, Kelby Long, $3.5 million. Fourth place, Throwing Sharts, Scott Hartman. That's a hell of a good name. <laughs> that might be up there for one of the new ones. Thick, that's up there with my man Gio, Thichter Hovland. Um, in fifth place, we got Selman Bros, which is my guy, Greg Brown, who I had to text to remind him to make his picks about 45 minutes before. And all he does is walk away with a fifth place with $2.9 million. So congrats, Greg. There are so many people that are going, fuck you, Jay. One of the guys that I mentioned that was leading early the beta soy boys walker milligan our shrink he's sixth place 2.9 million about 300k behind them in seventh knee knocker blake stepanovich the doc i saw him at chuck e cheese saturday morning when we were both trying to entertain our kids you know they serve beer there i know you know that you didn't know yeah yeah Yeah. i did know that they serve beer there they give you a two beer limit (laughs) like yeah like what the fuck (laughs) yeah Actually, we don't start serving that until 9 a.m., sir. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I'm going to get you. It's all right. I have my flask. <laughs> yeah. uh, in eighth place, we got C.L. Baker 4S. Corey Baker 4s. C.L. Baker 4s. 2.6 million. 
Ninth place, Tigers DD, the commission's younger brother, Greg Roberts, 2.59 million. And rounding out the top 10, one of our guys amongst it, Cooper Johnson, and he was tied with a familiar name on this leaderboard, the Onion Burger, Keller Flinton. They're both at $2.58 million. Coop, Coop, Lou. Uh, words, I was down at T43, 1.54 million. JT Poston really, or not JT Poston, Akshay Batia really fucked my dreams. Akshay. And then Words, you were down there at T144, Ugh. 918K. So that is soft I've, baby shit. I, I've built myself a little bit of a lead thus far, uh, just about 600K. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that'll be hard to make up this week. I hope to God... Shit. Hoping for a JT post and win, and then your guys, C- Cocaine Chris, falls off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he met up with Billy Haywood out there in Hawaii. <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Rich Billy Haywood or yeah. the, the broke one? The Night now nurses <laughs> from Jersey. And <laughs> bunch of cat. <laughs> yeah, instead of doing drugs, instead of doing drugs, Billy just beats off all the time. <laughs> Night nurses from Jersey. Billy and Chris got a hotel, got a suite there at uh, Kapalua and holed up for a, four days before they made the trek over there to the main island. <laughs> the big island, I should say. All right. Are you done? I'm done, words. I'm done. All right, man. Hey, that was uh, that was something. That was something. Uh, I, I mentioned to, I, I was C-Rob, I mentioned to him, I, I said, you know, this last week the show was a little bit buttoned up. I mean, not nearly as many drug references, uh, perverted comments, but I think we set ourselves back this week. It's because I edited. (laughs) I set us back this week. J.E. doesn't have quite the itchy trigger finger to put things on the editing room floor like I do. (laughs) Yeah. I just leave it. What I do is when when I medicate myself at night, you know, I am the English patient. Um, I take, I eat, I eat a gummy or something when I'm editing and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe we said that. Should I take this out? And then like, if I'm not, if I'm just perfect, if I'm not stoned, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) The English patient. I haven't heard you refer to yourself as that in a while. That's, uh, that's good. All right, man. Well, um, I'm not sure anyone got any smarter out there, but thank you guys for listening. You guys enjoy the golf this weekend. And don't forget to keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. In your life have you seen anything like that? I want to kiss you. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Huge compliment. Yeah. You will not make this putt, jackass. Let's party together. <laughs> jackass. Been drinking for several hours. Yeah!